Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Welcome to Fearless Generations. You won't hear Kelly Fox's cute little voice welcoming you tonight because she is not feeling well. So this is Terry Sayre, the co-host of Fearless Generations, and I'm here with my really good friend and our fellow coach, Trish March. And we're going to carry on this evening in the spirit of, of Kelly and just do the best job we can, and we hope that she feels better soon. So welcome, Trish. Absolutely. It's you and me. You Yay, and me I'm glad to be here. I'm so sad that Kelly's not feeling good, but it'll be nice to do the show with you. That'll be fun. Yeah, it will be fun. And so tonight is our last uh, our last week on our our step of passion. We'll be talking tonight about courting risk and integrating for the month. We appreciate Trish so much. She comes on our show every last Monday of the month and helps us with integration. Uh, she lives on the East Coast, so she's up very late, and she does this for us out of the goodness of her heart, and we appreciate and love her so much. So we've Aww, been talking about you. passion. We've been talking about passion all month in different ways. And so let's just start out and let you give us some conversation around passion and how courting risk escalates our passion or creates more passion. Or how, What does that do for passion, <laughs> courting risk? <laughs> well, thanks, Terry. I really appreciate you having me on, and I love being here every month with you. And I can't believe this is step 11 out of 12, right? I know. I can't believe this year's almost over. This has been fantastic. Um, so I have, I have deep passions for things and I, I do feel like I have a passionate nature and, you know, what I found is that when I am able to really be in my passion and express my passion and do the things that I'm passionate about, I am able to be authentic. Like that's my authentic Mm -hmm. self when I'm feeling that passion. I feel, I feel like it, you know, and allows me to really accept myself. And in doing that, I'm able to take more risks. I'm able to really move forward at a faster pace when I'm feeling authentic. Um, in terms of fearless living, that is my essential nature. So that is, you know, when I'm feeling in alignment and I'm feeling my best self, that is who I am. I'm authentic. And, you know, I, I just love that that's so affiliated with the passion, right? It's so, yeah. it's so connected with that and so linked with that. So, you know, that, that passion allows me to be authentic, accept myself, and to take steps forward and take risks that I may not have taken uh, for any other, any other way. Yeah, yeah, that makes total sense. I think for for me, um, coming to Fearless Living and going through these 12 steps and really internalizing them and recognizing them and being aware of them, that passion, as you said, is what fuels, really fuels our willingness to get out of our comfort zone and to take risks because passion in and of itself propels us forward and the only way we can go forward is to step out of that comfort zone and stepping out of our comfort zone, what we know, you know, what we're comfortable with, what we know, it may not be pleasant, but it's what we know. And we're able to function in that realm of known 
But in order to follow one's passion and to be authentic and in alignment with you and centered in your um, spirit, that necessity to take a risk is, I think, propelled by your pa- by one's passion. And so yeah. I really couldn't agree with you more that authenticity and alignment and being centered and clear on your values uh, just propels and escalates that passion to a level that you can't stand still. You can't stay in that known. You want so much. You want more. You want so much more. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I've, I've had a passion for healing. Um, well, my mom had, was diagnosed with cancer uh, in, I guess, in 89. And so uh, during the time period that she was sick and suffering, I was introduced to energetic healing or holistic healing. I, I, started doing Reiki, which is an Eastern med- Eastern healing technique. And I developed a huge passion around healing and, you know, and not, not because I was healing my mom and I was able to save her, but because I was able to offer her comfort and I was able mm-hmm. to, you know, start to really develop a connection with something outside of myself, right. With spirit and with, with uh, my intuition. So, you know, I developed this passion and, you know, passion isn't the only thing, right? Like I, I had a huge passion about this, but I also had a lot of fear about stepping forward mm-hmm. and being judged for that type of uh, work or for that type of interest and, you know, for being involved in that because it didn't necessarily align with what my family did so I, or what my family's feelings and um, beliefs were. So mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time hiding that passion and, you know, kind of hiding my light under a bushel, so to speak. And, you know, it really wasn't until I started doing coaching that I realized what that was. It was the fear and, you know, was really able to recognize the passion not only for the healing but also for the coaching and to take mm. that to the next level and really open myself up to that passion, right, and being willing yeah. to support the risk yeah. more and be more authentic because I definitely was not my authentic self with my family when I was really hiding the way I was feeling about healing or, you know, the way, the things that I believed in or, you know, why I started going that direction. You know, I didn't feel like I could be myself. So definitely a journey that you go through. It's not, passion can't, isn't always the the be all and end all, the thing that's going to make you take that leap. But um, it certainly is an enticement, right? It certainly is an accelerant or a catalyst for you to take the leap and to, to step forward and make some changes and to, to court risk, so to speak. Um, but, you know, sometimes fear tries to hold you back. So it's really learning those tools and learning the skills to really work around fear and really understand how you can get past that and, you know, take your passion to that next level. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious about what, what tools you're able to utilize to, to break through that fear. And if, is your family now supportive of your passion for healing or are you still – the passion's taking you past that, or do you, how do you negotiate that with your family? Um, so my family is not on board with that, and they don't support that. Um, but I've realized that it's more important that I support it and that I believe, and that mm-hmm. I surround myself with people that that have the same types of beliefs or have the same or are willing to support me, right? So um, I think that I'm not afraid to step forward. I'm not afraid to 
you know, have my passion and, and, and have my, um, the things that I love to do. And it's okay that they don't believe the right, the same things, or mm-hmm. it's okay that they don't support me because I have been able to find those people that will, and there's people that will believe me. And, you know, it's actually more important that I believe in myself. And that's something we feel really strongly about in fearless living is, you know, building up that commitment to yourself and building up the choices that will support yourself. So that's, you know, that has been an amazing testament that of my growth is the fact that I'm able to stand, you know, you know, in my being or in my power and really, you know, have my passion. So. Yeah. I think that's, that's so important. You know, I just, I, I, I really wanted our listeners to hear you talk about that journey because I think that it takes a lot of courage to, uh, to stand up for your passion when it's not congruent with the people that you live with or the people that you're around. And yet it doesn't mean eliminating them uh, or avoiding them. It just means following your passion and then, we in 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 fearless living we we like to call it fear junkies and fear fear busters and so sometimes your family ends up being your fear junkies and they they want to keep you in that fear and not you know not support you in in your passion but surrounding yourself with fear busters people that believe in you that have uh your best interest at heart that support you and see your your talents and your gifts and support that that you can you can still live in both worlds. You can still live in that world where your family, you're not going to just leave them out of it, but you can live there and still follow your passion and be supported by like-minded people. And I think that's important too because um, I think probably almost every human being has that experience where you have a group of people who support you and a group of people who don't, but it doesn't mean hiding like you said, hiding under hiding your light under a bushel, it just means right. knowing when to, when to shine that light, and where that light's going to be supported and strengthened, and people will, will be blessed because of that light. And even those who don't believe in you, they're still blessed, and they don't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for saying they that. They just don't know I, it. <laughs> and, and that's what I, you know, I've started to feel more and more that I'm just going to shine my light and. You know, I'm not doing anything to hurt them. I'm not doing that nope. to, you know, change their beliefs. And I feel strongly that, um, you know, I just need to be who I am and who I who I'm meant, who I'm meant to be. And I I can't mm-hmm. let people's judgments hold me back. I I spend a lot of time judging myself, and I think that's one of the reasons why I I was so worried about um, other people judging me is that I was really judging myself and. You know, when other when you judge yourself, you know you're really you really open yourself up to other people judging you too. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's I Absolutely. think that's really one of your biggest fears is that, and that's why you really you know feel like that. But, um, and I was really my own worst critic, and you know, so really learning the skills to really support myself and acknowledge myself and to be open to what life is going to bring before me has really changed a lot of that for me and, and being willing to see my worth and to love my passion and to see the power that I have in my own life, my power of choice, my power of mm-hmm. boundaries, my power of, you know, choosing me. Right. So all Absolutely. these things are so associated with my, with my passion. And, uh, you know, it, it just feels really good inside the fact that I've been mm-hmm. able to take those steps forward and to really, I feel like I'm coming into my own or I've come into my own, which is, 
you know, so amazing and so different than how I felt in the past. So it's good. good yeah, stuff. that is. That's amazing. And um, I think that that realization or that willingness to be open to possibilities, I mean, that's one of the other steps that we, we've we discussed on our journey through the 12 Steps to Freedom, that passion is being open to those possibilities, being aware and alive, and recognizing those opportunities to make those choices. And I think that that's really important. I was talking on uh, Terry Talks this last I was recording on Sunday, and and one of the things that had kind of been in my mind with some circumstances that I'm going through uh, right now is, well, what do I control and what I don't control, and how does that affect my capacity to have passion? And really, I love what you're saying about, you know, I have to support myself, and I have to recognize my, my own passion and my own desires, because that's really what we have control of. And I was referring to, I don't know if you've ever read the book, Man's Search for Happiness by Viktor Frankl. Um, I've heard of it. I haven't read it. Yeah. It's an amazing, amazing uh, story of a a Jewish man that was um, imprisoned in a concentration camp and how he said the only freedom that they could not take away from him was his attitude. And he just his story is the most amazing story. And when he was released from the concentration camp, he went on, he was a, a, psychi- a psychiatrist. He went on to help so many people and wrote this book and other essays and, and uh, professional articles and about how we really only have control over our attitude. And even in the most heinous of situations, which I can't think of anything worse than a concentration camp, he yeah. was able to have total control of his attitude, and he was able to actually be grateful and be able to survive that because of what he could do with his attitude and his mindset. And it was just, I was thinking about that, um, you know, when you have a passion and, and sometimes we're judged or we're compared and we, we take that on, we need to just reject that and remember that we have total control over our attitude and how we see that comparison and, and criticism, and we can thrive within that and yep. still still have our passion. And that's, that was a big aha for me because I was really going through kind of a tumultuous time and I was feeling sorry for myself. And so mm-hmm. it really helped me to wake up and say, look, this is your passion. You're working for this because it's your passion. Don't let anybody take that away from you. And uh, it's your attitude and your journey, and you just keep plugging along, sister. So, yeah, was, good for uh, you. It reminded me of reinforcement there. Yeah. So, I know because you were helping me, right into kind of helping state. me. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you were, you. I mean, I don't know if our listeners know, we're really good friends. And and Trish helps me with her healing skills and her talents. And so she was kind of helping me through this issue. And so I just wanted to let her know that I had gotten through it. And what she taught me has also helped me, and I'm continuing that practice as well. So it's, uh, you know, when you have a passion and you you have skills and you have, you're centered on that, you bless the lives of other people as well as your own life. So it's important to take those risks, to step out 
and uh, and follow your passion. So I just wanted to uh-huh. let you know about that. <laughs> yeah, thank you for saying that. And that, that brings up another point I wanted to talk about tonight is for any of the listeners out there, Terry and I are getting ready to run some workshops. We have, we have three uh, free webinars that we're going to do in September, and then we have a seven-part webinar series that we're going to do in October into November. We're really excited about it, and we're going to talk, you know, about some more foundational skills for fearless living and some, some more foundational information. So we would love it if uh, you would all join us on those webinars and start to get to know us and uh, talk more about some of the fearless living concepts a little bit different than, than the ones we talk about here. Yeah. So that would be awesome. Yeah. We'll be putting that information on the fearless living website as well as both Trisha's and my website. So um, we would love to have you come and, and Kelly and I are doing, doing one as well, which she's talked about and we have that on our website too. So there's lots of opportunities and we I just want to encourage you to um avail yourself of some of these other opportunities because fearless living and I think Trish would agree and she can uh tell her her story, but fearless living and the principles, the strategies and the tools that we teach in fearless living absolutely changed, transformed my life. Uh at a time in my life when I was, was uh you know, I, I mean, you all know that I'm 75 years old. So when I was about 65 is when I found Fearless Living. And I can tell you that my life the last 10 years has just been this marvelous journey, not a perfect journey, not a always happy journey, but a marvelous journey of, of self-awareness and transformation to where I, I have the tools and I have the support that when I'm feeling low, or I'm going through an experience that I can't handle, I just have to reach out to my support system and practice my strategies and tools, and I can come out on the other side of that challenge further along than I was when I went into the challenge. And so that that kind of a transformation that from the inside out, you can face whatever opportunity comes your way, and you're able to, to become just a a little bit more proficient, a little more loving, a little more um, giving and serving when you come through those things. So I would just encourage if you've enjoyed the the 12 steps of freedom that you follow follow us in our other venues as well because Fearless Living is a a way of being. And uh, for me, it's been a transformation on the positive side. Still there, Terry? Yep, I'm here. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yep. Sorry, I think I'm a oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I just I just finished, so I was waiting for you to pick up and start. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so yes, I, I completely agree with that. Um, everything that you said, I you know, as I started off talking earlier, is that I you know, 25 plus years ago, I started learning of healing and you know, gaining skills that I could use on other people. And I I always felt like I had this wall, like, preventing me from stepping forward, and that wall was fear. And I wouldn't have known that except that I went through the Fearless Living Coaching Program and really got intimate with fear and how it was showing up in my life and why it was showing up in my life. And, you know, it's those tools and strategies and skills and, you know, connection with myself and my intuition that really helped 
moves you forward or helps you move you forward uh, so you can make different choices. And, you know, I, I think to myself, if I look back on my life, you know, five years ago before Fearless Living, I guess it was six now, six now um, you know, I can't imagine feeling the way that I feel or, you know, living the life that I live or being as confident as I am. You know, when I, I think back, I'm like, wow, like, you know, what a catalyst for changing in my life. And, you know, I truly believe that I'm able to live in my greatness and, and live in the alignment of who I was meant to be with power and passion and, and then really express my worth. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a journey. It doesn't happen, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. At least it didn't for me. And, you know, fear still crops up, but I have an amazing skill set now that I can use to really support myself. And you were talking about that as well, is being able to rely on the strategies and tools that you have and the people that you have in your life who are your support system. So, mm-hmm. you know, that is really transformational for me. And, you know, being able to speak kindly to myself, having compassion and, you know, being vulnerable and willing to ask for support. That's mm-hmm. another thing. I'm pretty passionate about not doing that. <laughs> yeah. But how much I've changed and how, how willing I am to really reach out. It's a, uh, that's a transformation all in itself. Absolutely. I, I've talked a lot of times on the show about I'm a recovering perfectionist. And so a yeah. perfectionist never asks for help, is never vulnerable, and in a way pushes people away from, I, I pushed people away from me because there was no way I wanted them to know that I was vulnerable in any way. And that's yeah. one of the really great tools that I learned as I learned to accept and love myself and then be able to get in alignment with my beliefs and values so that I could uh, I could ask for help. And, and the greatest thing about it for me, which the, the evidence that it was really a transformation, is that people really liked me better when I was vulnerable <laughs> instead of being, <laughs> you know, perfectionistic. And, and I could do it myself. And, no, you know, if I want it done, I just have to do it myself attitude, you know. That a perfectionist yes, sometimes that, uh, yeah, and and so it's it's again like I we keep saying the word transformation, but that's really the business we're in in fearless living is that we help people transform their lives to live the life their soul intended, and that's what Rhonda Britton, our founder, uh, says that uh, that that's what will happen when you're transformed is you'll then your mind, your heart, and your soul are aligned. And your passion then can just, you know, you actually get clear on what your passion is. Another tool of uh, fearless living is that clarity that you understand what your passion is. And then you can uh, have all these other um, structures within to to magnify that, that passion and to have that alignment that we keep talking about. And that is a great feeling. Um, even when it's when you're in chaos, you can still have that that inner peace because you have that feeling of alignment, and you know you're going to get through it, and you know you have the tools to get through it, and you know you have the friends that and support system that can assist you in getting through that. So, I think right. that uh, the the passion the passion and the willingness to take risks is part of the transformation. Absolutely. You know, and it's so interesting because it's not cookie cutter, right? Because I, I'm not a perfectionist. I'm more of a warrior. 
I can't hear you, Trish. I can't hear you real well. I uh, I said it's so interesting. It's, oh, not, that's better. it's definitely not a cookie cutter process because I wasn't no. a perfectionist. I was more of a warrior, right? So I was strong, mm-hmm. and you know I had to do things by myself or for myself. So I just went ahead and did them. So being vulnerable was very challenging, but in a totally different way, right? So it was, you know, so interesting to you know use those tools and to embrace vulnerability. Um, in order to pursue my passion and to to be the best coach I could be, really to witness other people's changes and passion. Yeah. And, you know, their purpose as it would, you know, come out the more and more we work together. That's well, we have about five minutes for me left. and my clients. Oh, sorry. Yeah, well, we that's okay. We have about five minutes left. So, Trish, do you have, do you have a particular tool or strategy that – you'd like to share with our listeners that's uh, in alignment with passion and, and courting risk? So I, I, I really think that with passion, you know, my, I, you know, I'm really all about possibilities and, you know, dreaming of possibilities and, you know, and also taking responsibility for your dreams and the things that you want in your future. So, you know, if I'm feeling passionate enough about them, you know, having that personal responsibility and also just continuing to dream and, you know, look for opportunities in the future. So that's that's mm-hmm. one of my biggest things is to, if you had a magic wand, you know, and you were, mm-hmm. if you were living in your passion and you had a magic wand, what would your life be like? And I, I love yeah. to sit there and just dream about that, right? And to, to figure out, like, what's next? Or how can I, you know, what do I need to do to get there? What do I want to do to get there? Like, where's the yeah. choice? And it, are yeah, the things that I'm actually word. dreaming, yeah, are the things I'm dreaming, are those actually what I want? Or is that, is that just something, just a vision? Or is that actually a goal? Yeah. Right? So, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of ways you can look at passion. I, I, you know, there's so many different components to it. <laughs> yeah, for sure, um, for sure. Yeah, but, but I, I love that. that. I love that magic wand, yeah. I love the yeah. magic wand exercise <laughs> because Me it does it just – it, people stop and really, what? If I could have anything I wanted, any way I wanted, and then, you know, once you visualize it and you put it out there, then yeah. it becomes more of a reality. And I Absolutely. I like to have my clients draw pictures or, or you know, write, write what that would feel like and what that would look like and what that would sound like and, and get it so that it's, it's real and then they can they can reach for that. But I think bringing up personal responsibility just reminds me of those three foundational principles in fearless living yep. that I think apply I here. And that's, <laughs> no, you did. <laughs> that first of all, you're going to have compassion for yourself. And that means to yep. treat yourself with kindness. Because when you're passionate and when you have the personality, kind of like Trish and I do, you just want to get things done. And sometimes that sets you up for some disappointment because you have this expectation of getting it done. So have compassion for yourself and then be honest and let, then take personal responsibility. So don't let yourself off the hook for your passion, but have yep. compassion for yourself, a kindness for yourself, allow yourself the space and the time, and then be responsible for that and, and continue working for it. And if, if something gets in your way or you fall fear comes in, then, okay, be compassionate, be honest, and then get back to the personal responsibility. So I, I just, that's, I think that's a great, 
reminder and a mantra that really helps us when we're we're moving forward. I uh, I sometimes get uh, reminded that I'm only one person and I have other people to consider when I'm bulldozing ahead with my passion. <laughs> yes. I mean, and that's a great reminder, but I think one of the things that's so exciting about passion is that it really gets you jazzed up to move forward. So, you know, know, I guess doing that with awareness of the other people around you, but still, you know, just really valuing that passion. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of people don't know what their passion is or what their purpose is in this life. So, I think one of the other things I love to do with clients is to really talk about that. Like, what are you passionate Mm -hmm. about? Like, what gets you all jazzed Mm -hmm. up? What gets, you know, and even asking people, you know, some people don't recognize what passion is. So, you know, who do you feel like, who in your life is passionate? Like, who do you feel is passionate? And then try to describe the qualities. Yeah. So you can at least get a basic understanding of it. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're out of time, and this is the reason you hire a coach. Hire yeah, a coach I, that can help you. <laughs> hire a coach that can help you, you know, recognize your passion, develop your passion, and go to face fear and take risks in order to reach that passion. So, thank you, Trish, for being on the show tonight. We send our love to Kelly and hope she's feeling better. And Trisha's information is on our website with her picture and all of her contact information. And for the rest of this uh, week, just follow your passion and take those risks and be fearless. So we'll see you in a week. And thank you again, Trish. Thank you. Be fearless, everyone. (laughs) With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 